Oscar Wilde was Chinese, apparently. Yeah, it was legal. It was legal then. No. Ready for another what would you do? show? It's a rhetorical question. What would you do if I said no? Just not do the show? Wait till you're in the mood to do a show. Then uh, not in the mood. Tuesday at 3 a.m. Oh, welcome to the D Trout Spinners podcast with your friends, Miles Pennell and Gary Forrestal. We are back after an interview. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. We're kind of returning in the same way that Carl returns from his holiday. In a way. In a sense, mm-hmm. but we haven't been on holiday. No, we haven't. It'd be nicer, wouldn't it? No, you got on your secret Santa, didn't you? You got a, tri- a one-way ticket, just a one-way, <laughs> one way like, stay there forever to Lanzarote. <laughs> Is that right? It was, yeah. It was ten pounds, and my friend was actually offended that I I didn't want to go. I was like, March in Lanzar- <laughs> Lanzarote. The, the re- a return ticket would probably be about three hundred quid, but it's just the one way you can do exactly. it. Exactly. I'm surprised this is tenner anyway. Tenner, it costs me more to come and see you. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> but they are Obviously. though, isn't it? So there are some places that are, it's actually cheaper. That I still find it mental that trains are so expensive. Like, in they this are country, far they're not too expensive. worldwide. If you're listening to this and you're in a different country to the UK, let's know how much your train journeys are. Because I'll be interested. <laughs> to know. I know they're all like Germany. You can travel like the length of the country for. It's, uh, it's, or whatever you know it's not much but in this country if i were to go to edinburgh which we are going to go to edinburgh it's well over 200 quid for a return ticket but it's not, it's not good enough far. But it's not even it's good, not enough. good the service enough isn't that great i went to i went on one toilet i went, I went on one train there was no toilet now oh. th- that is a massive problem for me now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Miles Pennell, I do. I can assure you. And for myself, would be the same. That is a problem. Unless well, it's like go- a quick like, tube train or something. Then, yeah, yeah, of course it's not got a toilet. I don't mind it for that, but come on. An hour and a quarter tip switch. What? Every toilet was out of order? No, there wasn't a toilet on it. I mean, maybe there was. It wasn't one near me. I don't know. It must have been... That was toilet news, and uh, this week can travel tune in. <laughs> well, next week I actually can't go on news. holiday because you know I've got I'm in my thirties now, so I've got to start putting the work in. Yeah, don't even. Start, I, I mean, I can't. That's yeah, probably my favourite thing to ever tweeted it once for something, and it's so <laughs> pleasurable. To, and you do it all as one word because it's exactly like, it's nice, it's nice, 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 hundreds. Um, no, and a hundred. Hundred. Um, how have you been affected by? Storm Eunice. Very much. So. I've been in my flat and it's been exactly <laughs> the same. So I've been hugely affected. My my um curtain at the back is blowing quite a bit and it's sort of getting sucked in. It's that, annoying, isn't it's it? Been, it's been horrendous for me, darling. It must be windy by not, the seaside. Gary is based in Brighton, seaside I town. I am based in Brighton. Set back, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I do love I love the sea when it's really blowy. We should say, we should say there's been storm. Now, what is it? Storm. Eunice. Storm Eunice. name a storm. You know, no, storm, but, um, storm Forestal. Someone, someone put um, storms with female names have more casualties because people don't take them as seriously. Like there was oh, some research. Is that true? So if it has a male name, you don't get as many casualties because people prepare. Seems like a real storm. I don't know oh. if that's true, but yeah, Storm Eunice or whatever has hit the UK. It's We don't often get storms. That video you posted with the wheelie bin that's, that's true mental. i know that's like a tornado there's a like. video if you haven't seen it a wheelie bin literally above high above the clouds perfect for uh, this show like yeah. perfect for a tweet for us but obviously not for the wheelie bin <laughs> with the connotations but how does it get that high well, that, so um, crazy. that's what i'm saying it must be swept off the ground and then up to that i mean if if, if that's the case easily a child could Carl's mum was right, you know, because all the schools were shut, so no one could go to school because they get blown yeah. into the road. They would. I seen someone in uh, London, Croydon, I think it is, literally getting blown into the road. Yeah, he's, he's on the, the ground, sort of rolling. Yeah. So <laughs> it is, I think it is the funniest enough. thing. Even though there are casualties, it's still the funniest thing ever, isn't it? I remember there <laughs> oh, was one two hundred time... dead. <laughs> I'm obviously not happy about that. There was one time Liquid Nightclub in Ipswich, right? It says we'd just come out. It was really icy that night because it like froze over. And uh, it kind of, there was a slope outside the entrance and all these young, it was like really blottoed men and women in heels. And, and as they walked out, they all just 
fell on their ass and they just like kept sliding and it was closing time and so one after the other it was one of those things where that was actually more amusing than being in the nightclub we were literally watching them for about half an hour just offering no help no help, <laughs> I should literally that. Wait, whoa! You know, that sort of a. Whilst That's, eating your Subway ha- sandwich. And that was oh very fun. Oh, God. Sorry. I've been there. I've been there slipping over. I'm like Bambi, <laughs> even if it's just wet, let alone <laughs> yeah, ice yeah. Um, and wind. Yeah, I just didn't. Basically, you... it affected me. I just didn't go out. Yeah, well, that's no anyway. different to any other day. It's no different any day. So I went out, been to out my... today. Oh, that's nice. It's always good to get some fresh air. And uh, you've got loads of it. That's, yeah, that's exactly why I went out yesterday. Perfect. I was like, oh, yeah. is this indulgent? Is this Or is this an indication I've got a real massive problem? Well, I think I it's an indulgent <laughs> massive problem. <laughs> Just blow it down like, like arms out. Oh, I don't know. Um, Anyway, we're digressing. It is the detail. about this for an hour. <laughs> I'd, I don't I'd think do people show. would like that. Join us on Patreon where we do talk about other stuff. Oh, yeah. Perhaps Storm Eunice for half an hour. And give That's a small donation. Um, yeah, <laughs> link that in the description if good. you're interested. Oh, anyway, Patre- That Patreon sounded good. <laughs> sounded good. Uh, this week we discuss Series 3, Episode 10. 10, can you believe? We've got three left of this series. Yeah. Third, or- third, originally broadcast on 3rd of January 2004. Carl is back from his visit from Lanzagrotti and decides it's made up of 36 volcanoes that should be filled in with cement. Carl finally reads The Governor, which is actually in order this time, much easier to follow. The gang wonder how barometers work and comment on the rather nervous-looking daughter on the cover of the calendar. Finally, they're also clueless on China. I'll put a link to the show in the description after that. What's nothing left to say? (laughs) And Um, you can join us when you're ready. Oh! Oh. Should we do that thing? We always do that thing and they come back. And... Coming up, yeah, because we forget this as well. Coming up, we're going to have our favourite quotes, plus XFM in the community. And, uh, oh, God, we've got to pick a song. I just remembered. <laughs> Maybe we don't, it. because I, you're so bad at it. No, I'll pick good ones. I'm thinking, really? Do you <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, I do, but they're weird. Do you want me to come up? Come... I put in my heart, will go on. You put in one song and you didn't even like it. Yeah, I know, but it was like, it meant something to That's me. an insult to that's the feature. Po- it's bullshit. an insult to this podcast and our listenership. Both of them okay, will be well, angry. We, we might pick a song later, but if not, we're definitely going to do our favourite quotes and X sure. Men in the community. Because I did a tweet even. I was involved in getting some X Wow, he's One aggregating content. Uh, uh, first, those words. <laughs> in- initial thoughts. Go. Of the episode. Um yep. it's good. It's a good one. I, I always like the three bunched up towards the end of uh series three. For some reason in my head there, you know, like how do you do that with some episodes as you bunch them together and they kind of feel like similar episodes? Or there's like a little period and you think, ah, oh, I like that period. It's like yeah. series two, fifty to fifty-five, and you roughly know it in your head. This is in a, the same with me. So I, I was thinking it was gonna be better than it was it wasn't bad but it was there's periods of dull talk that I've, yeah, I, I find dull but there it isn't a bad episode i think 11 and 12 are better i just associate immediately with the um dog went out for a bone when that's the last back. episode just, isn't it? i know i know it's yeah. the last episode but i just associate with and i know it wasn't this episode but it's just the, the good that's one of, of my favorite off. One of my favorite. Yeah, so I just can't. That, I can't. I'm yeah. gonna die even thinking about it. But um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> die. It's so dramatic. No, I'm not gonna. Like for example, when they're talking about, I find it as boring listening to them talking Us. about Tolkien stuff as they probably find it watching it as i would also find it watching it i find it's boring and it's not because they're being bad or anything they're not being entertaining there's just no way you could do it with being entertaining i find i'm as bored as they are when they watch tolkien yeah and and especially it's not the first time that they've mentioned it as well because despite steve's ferocity and you know against it and his disdain towards it he's actually watched all three films with his family And we actually did that in our family because they came out consecutive, consecutively uh, over three years, didn't they? Because they were filmed back to back. Yeah. Did you watch There is the actually Hobbit? a big... Well, I, I did watch The Hobbit, actually. That was one of the first films that was on when I joined, when I started working at Screen on the Green. That, that film was playing. Just, I mean, Lord of the Rings are actually good films. Hobbit is dreadful. Like, yeah. Literally dreadful. The book's about a centimetre long and they, they made it into three films. 
books. Well, that, that, that Lord of the Rings, they do that as well. I know it's a big Yeah, book, but Lord of the Rings but... is like three books, so it actually makes sense. Like, this no, is like a little novella. We but, love, um, we funny... love Martin Freeman, don't we? Like... Well, that he goes on to do The Hobbit after they're all slagging it off. This yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, um, but no, there is a there is a, a clique of people online who um constantly debating whether Stephen actually likes is a secret Lord of the Rings fan. I don't know yeah, why. I, I, <laughs> I don't I, know why I, that I, speculation I, has developed. I can understand that. I didn't realize that it was a big thing online. But if I was to weigh in on that, I'd say yeah, it could easily be because the, it's like it's like someone you know those pastors in America who's so anti-gay. And they always. I thought you were talking about pastors. What you like? No, those 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 <laughs> you know pre- preachers, and they're always caught with rent boys, and they, the ones that are the most anti-gay. If you're anti-gay, you're you're often gay, really deep down. If yeah. you're like, I don't not bothered what people think, you know. If you if you're not bothered, you're usually not gay. If you say you're not gay, so it's like Steve is like one of those pastors with Lord of the Rings. He's like preaching against it so hard but i would agree with steve the little tiny bit that i've seen of those films and i can't imagine just seeing them all hug at the end do they all hug at the end they do because the fellowship splits up in and they do god i'm talking about lord of the rings the fellowship splits up and they all go on like different adventures and at the end there's a big reunion you know after people have died people have come back and frodo's in bed and he's just there and the light's really bright and it's very sort of heavenly and then one by one they walk in and there's and it's true obviously the music's playing there's a really weird like sync with the sound because they're laughing and frodo's going <laughs> and the music comes up but the laughs just a little bit out of sync with his mouth and it's just, everyone's so happy and everyone's smiling and it does go on for absolutely hours it's oh, so it's so frustrating but to be honest the lord of the rings criticism because obviously steve studied film but it's actually quite as much as it was quite cool to like those things and people that was very much I, I do think they were game changing in terms of they're a bit like when jaws or star wars came out they were game changer for hollywood and special effects so as cool yeah. as it was to like them it was also it's it's now i think it's seen really cool to hate that sort of stuff again now yeah because i don't know it's just uh because no one ever puts them up as like the pinnacle of cinema very much at the time they were but i i don't think people have um i don't think people look back on them now with those films and go you know they were of their time i think but then well, i don't know don't things like game they popularized things like game of thrones so maybe it's still as huge as it has ever been the yeah. fantasy genre yeah i guess so i've just been consistent i've never liked it it's, you know i've never sort of watched <laughs> it, never never liked changed, it next no not harry <laughs> potter never watching him i read about three or four pages into lord of the rings and stopped i really know to to confess, i love lord of the rings i i, I love all that sort of fancy nonsense but i but do probably you find would... it boring them talking in say in this episode do you find that a little boring? a little bit because we already know their opinions on it so it's not yeah they've new. done it they, yeah they do the men like menopausal women like there's that one little bit that is quite funny it's got a glocklin came into the cave Long it's also things. really not cool have a go at someone like bloody E.L. James for writing Fifty Shades of Grey, but also admire her business acumen for taking a, a niche and running with it. You know, doing yeah. a, writing a bit of fan fiction for Twilight. Oh, well, I'll yeah. have a go then. But then that's, yeah. you know. We'll have a go. No, well. But, but do you know, hey, a little bit of um, a little bit of trivia for you. Yeah. You know, he says that Steve's mate says a, it's the equivalent of an Enya song. Enya is actually on the soundtrack of Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was an Enya song. So it was an Enya song, quite a well-known one. Yeah. Oh. Hi-ya, hi-ya. What's that one? That one <laughs> I don't know song, any Enya songs. You know the oh. Enya song? No, the big one. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, listeners, if you if you know, email in what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to it. but it was it's something like that. It's like it's like sail away, sail away, sail oh, away. That's dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. So you yeah, can see yeah, why yeah. I'm going, oh <laughs> sounded very different to that. Oh um, god. There is a little, a little bit beard. of I, I get annoyed with Ricky when he goes, but Tolkien being up there in literature, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of like Shakespeare. Tolkien. Yeah. I, I think you're not allowed to pass judgment on that when I bet he's not that well read himself. It's like when he's being um pompous about lowry but you can't criticize tolkien you would tolkien is up there whether you like it or not 
he is yeah um... no definitely i mean i'm i don't like the books or the or the film but i do recognize his well, clear, clearly no but i know how many people no well i am but not <laughs> in this case i think accurate but no he's he's like he's clearly at the top of his craft you know he's yeah. for that many people to to love him you know he is, to yeah. say shakespeare you know shakespeare made mistakes and things and like those people don't like shakespeare and that's okay yeah, they don't well, like shakespeare now, but shakespeare was good he was he was all right yeah you know he's a good bit of a I loved him. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. one of my, fa- my favourite day. At school, I hated that day. Oh, I liked Macbeth. That was the only really? one I did like. Yeah, I didn't like right. Measure for Measure. That was that we, was hard. We did, I've never done Measure for Measure. We did Romeo and Juliet, and at the end of whilst we'd read the book, like we went round. So Thurston read like a few chapters. Oh, a few I love that. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. We got to the end, and then we got to watch the film which had just come out of uh, yeah. the Leonardo DiCaprio. And, yeah. Uh, Claire Danes and uh, we've Romeo plus that. Juliet the Basil and no one film. had really understood the book it's like because it's we, we were like 13 year old children but so we we watched the film and and they think it'll a, be more accessible because it's got a bit of gun gun crime and a bit of uh drag yeah, queens in it it's sort of modern day <laughs> well my worst one was I remember when I was when I was a teacher back in the day <laughs> yeah I, yeah still hilarious isn't it oh wait, what book is it's, it that um it's the book that 10 things I hate about you is based on Taming of the Shrew Yes, I think so. And so that was a book. There wasn't enough copies to go around. So the teacher, and no word of a lie, she said... Um, I so thought you I were thought... the teacher. No, I was shadowing at this point. So I was just shadowing right. a lesson, uh, a literature lesson. A-level literature, this is. He said, oh, there's not enough books. I thought it'd be good if we could watch uh, 10 Things I Hate About You because it's actually based on Taming of the Shrew. I was like, it's, it's also very different. Like, Lion King yeah. is based on Hamlet. But last time I read Hamlet... Like, so it wasn't like there wasn't there was Simba wasn't there little Pumba wasn't there. Did, uh, did <laughs> there was no Hakuna that, Matata. Was... They, yeah, the Hakuna. I was just about to go. Did they do the song Under the Sea? Do, 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 <laughs> and I remember that was yeah. my little mermaid. Yeah, I remember. And what's that, that based on? That's well, that's based on um. That's uh, based on fable, um, isn't it? the Beastie Boys uh, first <laughs> album. <laughs> Basically, anyway, that's the um, thing I could think of. That's yeah. a pretty good job, actually. Um, so yeah, we don't like the, them talking about Tolkien. It's quite boring. The yeah. holiday coach trips are like that's funny. They're good. They're both. They've all got good anecdotes about that. Steve's um, anecdote particularly is really good, where he's talking about um, staying on the coach and <laughs> sitting there. This yeah. set and, got, and that that is exactly what it's like if you go on those excursion and those tour tour operators well, I was like, ask stitching you, you as up. Part of the, I was going to as a little uh, bit by me, a little bit of planning. Have you ever been on one of those trips? Yeah, I have. There was it wasn't so much a trip. I, I've done like, lots of holiday excursions. <sighs> more than, more I've had this year. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just a side note. Yeah. Uh, we were coming back from Glastonbury, and you know what it's like after a festival. And oh, absolutely... I don't actually. Oh yeah, I've you never... never would do. <laughs> okay, so let me fill you in. When you go to a festival, you're absolutely mullered and you're wrecked, and all you want is a nice hot Shower. bath and to get rid of your, yeah. your clothes and you know put everything on a wash. You know that really comforting feeling when you're, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. home, you're warm. Anyway, um, so I just do that back. without the. I just do that anyway. Yeah, without the music and the yeah. enjoying yourself the and bath, being though. fun and having sociable fun yeah. times <laughs> with your friends. Yeah, exactly. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. So we're coming back and it t- it was an absolute mission. It was part of like a all round trip. So he took so many stop, unnecessary stops on the way back. And then he stopped at like service stations for about two hours. For a piss. You, if he hadn't stopped, you'd but, have been No, but it wasn't worse. just for that. I don't know that if there was a whiff of you're doing it because you want to spend some money. But what, that was... what gain would he have? It's not, it's not like your little French fellas who don't understand. You know, yeah, could, but I, I don't did know. Did he know I all d- of the people? Like he's, what, he's got no, I think, I think it was probably... I was stations just... down the M1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just annoying, but there were so many service stations. It's like, we're waiting there for two hours and we were literally sat there. And then imagine. he said... I um, can't imagine. It was like, so... Bo- I hate waiting. I'm like I mean, Ricky in that. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm saying. And he said, oh, we're going to leave dead on this time as well. And if no one's back on the coach, we're just going to leave without you. I was like, that is so out of order, considering you've, you're making us wait here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've been on those excursions before, but they're, they're always really rubbish, those excursions. And they do do that. They will, like, take you to the, the coffee shop and you end up having to pay for Oh yeah, yeah. Always in the in middle of nowhere gardens. as well. But it's true gardens. what Ricky says, you know, when you no, know, those people are 
pretty much God on those trips because they don't, they just don't. Yeah, care especially when you're foreign, if it's abroad. He is right. That's again, that's good for me. Ricky didn't have an anecdote on that section, but again, he's like got wise words. Those are quite yeah. wise words. They're simple words, if you think, but it's kind of like a, a good way of explaining it to, to Carl. And he's right. They're just having a genuine debate. So he's not kind of slagging them off. But Rick is right. And Carl's anecdote and Steve's anecdote. Good. I, I, I like that section. That kind of boosts it up. The episode yeah. overall. And I have been on similar kind of excursions. But I'm trying to think of the most boring place I could think to. I can't, I can't <laughs> think of anywhere. Like, like some, I guess when we went to farms, like petting zoos. They're yeah. boring, but at least you've got animals there. I've never been to Cotton Real World or, um, <laughs> you know, any well, of those places. But just, should we do you... the bit on from Twitter now? No, no, let's, let's hold it because I've, I've actually Miles got in charge yeah, it's that there. good. Right. Well, I've got some reviews from Barometer World, if you're interested. Oh, go on. From TripAdvisor. Um, okay, They're going to be joke ones, aren't they, though? These are going to be. I can't tell if they're real or not. It's a bit annoying. I'll tell you if they're real or not. No dogs, but plenty of barometers. Um, so decided to visit with my husband, a very small dog there, running ahead to ensure open as appointment is recommended. No dogs allowed, so my husband went in alone. Disappointed by no dogs, even when we were offered to carry in arms. Toilet facilities excellent. <laughs> small but interesting place. This one is definitely fake. <laughs> Okay, this is called Romantic Road Trip, four stars. For our 59th wedding anniversary, I decided that's, to take uh, my... Sorry, that is just the, that's the way you start off something. That's just, <laughs> I'm impressed already. That's no, that's, it doesn't matter what the rest is. That is just brilliant. No, okay. it's just fantastic. Sorry. I decided to take my wife to Barometer World as a romantic getaway. We weren't very sure what to expect as neither of us knew much about clocks other than that they tell the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, straight you, away. You know, a 59th wedding anniversary, just incidentally, would make them at least 89, <laughs> 90 years old. <laughs> uh, when we arrived on my brand new Harley Davidson, I saw her face light yes. up with excitement. In the moment of sheer joy, I thought I'd try popping a wheelie, which made her fall off the back of the bike. I could hardly contain my laughter. Once inside Barometer World, I was quite surprised at how packed it was. We could hardly move whilst we were in there, and it wasn't, which wasn't ideal as my wife had just had surgery on her hip and she was slowing me down. <laughs> just quite a nice Sorry, yeah, okay. we were taken on a tour which which we had learned that barometers can control the weather yet they are unable to tell the time which made it impossible for me to track how long the tour went on for my attention was soon taken away by a large moth i'd spotted on the wall it was enormous i named it david Hasselmoth, and it pretty much goes inside like that i mean it's good it's very very good yeah i think then, then this one this one's good three stars a bit specialist. If you were into barometers, thermometers, and that scientific stuff, this is definitely the place for you. <laughs> Thanks okay, very that's much. Good, no, that's quite sweet. I like. I might write one myself. I bet you are the know. sort of character that does um, write I'll reviews for places you've been. When, well, when we were in Edinburgh, I yeah. wrote a review. Apart from, I mean, it took. I won't even go into it. But after sort of several days solid working on it, we got a full refund. But I wrote this review, hugely long review, and they they took it off straight away because they're like, they? this can they do guidelines? That? Yeah. So I just left. I couldn't mm. be bothered to write it again. I was I was saying things that were probably libelous, and you know, it's like, well, they're not slanderous. I could prove them in the court of law. They couldn't disprove them. <laughs> but I I just firmly left a one star. But no, I don't tend to review. But that I was going to leave i've left them a really proper review that said yeah they were so terrible mm. anyway so i did leave a review then but i don't leave a review usually you'd only use a review if you're if you love something or if you hate it most things in life are just like oh, that's what right, i mean you I've can't been... trust them can you yeah, most people are a bit non plus no, things exactly you get bad reviews they might be a good place but you know just you know they just they say they annoyed a few a small number of people that kind I've of never, skew yeah. it. I don't think I never... get that excited or angry about it. I mean, I was I was angry on that trip, but most of yeah, time we go, did, oh, that was all right. That was all right. Did you review I, it? My, my, well, my, my expectations of holidays, I am the same as Carl. You know, you walk to a hotel room, what was it like? Clean? That's all you want? Yeah. I, I'm so right. the same as that. Like, um, I nice. do, yeah. I get a bit, yeah, you obviously want it to be nice, like, you know, a bit of luxury is a bit nice, but yeah. I'm not into like the all-inclusive holidays that Carl goes on. I've only been on one and there was a, 
<laughs> we went to Egypt, Sham, and it was exactly the same. You get oh. chicken. It's all just themed food, isn't it? I was just finding that such a funny image, just a little chicken breast with a little like nacho hat. Nacho, yeah, that's that's <laughs> Spanish <laughs> night. <laughs> but, but then we went. You, to... you have a little, you have a little <laughs> bracelet, don't you, to show them that you yeah, are the all inclusive. I remember I've been on. One. I feel just like it's the same way I feel about all, all you can eat buffets. Just think, don't need it. And then no, we we got a shisha. This is in Egypt, and little. Little dwarf brought out the no, shisha. No, didn't. You didn't. It's Come true. On. No, it's too like Carl's story. Okay, it's, I believe yeah, you, and but... that's the, I'm allowed to have one like Carl's story, and that was the only time. And there was little, and he walked over, and he was the shisha yeah, was so this, actually, it was so yeah, big shisha. And he what did it? It was it bigger than him? Yeah. Did you start eating him on the spit? <laughs> Put him on the spit instead. I, I like a shisha, me. I do like a shisha, yeah. Like when people slag off like old oh, Donna kebab, so I actually quite like Donna. No, I know, I know that's different, very different to shisha, but I'm saying I like that kind of that like long cooked meat. It's similar. I'm not. In that I'm respect. talking about the smoking thing. Oh, shisha. Oh, yes. shish kebab. Shish kebab is a thing as well. You know, the, yeah, I, I know that. Now, but okay. So, <laughs> you, that why, whole time with the story, what you, you thought he brought over an enormous shisha kebab. Shish kebab. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I, but uh, <laughs> anyway, regardless, what did you smoke him then? Okay, I'll change that. Did you smoke him? Smoke his. <laughs> Uh, no, we, we it was good. Like shisha, oh, I love a shisha, but they are so bad for you. Apparently, like one like puff is the same as smoking ten fags. Apparently, yeah, that sounds like a lot of old bollocks yeah. to me. So I don't believe that. That sounds rubbish. I can, I'm sure you, it's not the case. I tell you what, it's, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it annoys me in this show. A couple of Ricky laughs where he really goes for it, and you're like, I don't know why he laughs that hard. Uh, what are your New Year's resolutions? Uh, I think think before you speak, and he goes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there yeah. is no Steve way did. that is that funny. No, probably and not. And then another one where he says, uh, that, and that's what it should be called, the clues don't work about Rockbusters. Like, yeah, the well, they're kind funny. of in a funny zone then, just the chat. So I can I can believe that one more than the I believe the first one. Yeah, so I hadn't really thought of that. And they do the thing again that they do, and it seems all natural like the show, and we think that it's all natural, but Carl's, Carl in a film, always has to be set up or well, it doesn't always but today it had to be set up again like there's certain things that had to come up earlier in the show or it wouldn't work so it kind of when they're asking questions and it feels organic at the, be at the beginning when they're talking about oh it's like mars that all needed to come up before carl in the film would work so I, that, uh, that i don't like sort of thinking about it like that because it's like it wasn't natural it didn't come out naturally because it can't be and it's this is not the only example of it on this show but carl in the film only works if they've talked about specific things earlier in the show and this is one of them like when they're asking mm. about his holiday they would ask about it anyway but that's that's not you know you don't think about it when you're watching it and i didn't but when you listen back you'll think oh yeah that's not of course they're bringing that up because they knew that carl's doing carl in the film so it's not it's not new to them what it's going to be and it's not cheap but it's not <laughs> ideal I get a bit annoyed at this um Carl in a film. I think it's by far the worst one. I mean, and he and he knows that as well. One. Yeah. Oh, I I was going to say about it. I don't think it's that bad in terms of quality, but I was going to say it doesn't work that well because there's so much noise going on. There's so much background noises everywhere. Like it's just it's just noise basically. You can't really get what they're saying. But even if you could, you can't overhear Ricky. You know, Ricky seems like mm. I've, I've listened to him really closely before. And he sounds like, well, Ricky might be laughing there, but it's really hard to tell. And it just is too loud. Yeah. It doesn't really work. It's not, the, it's not terrible, but... I think it's also because all of the other films that he's picks are quite well known. It's, it's quite hilarious that this one's Tim Burton's reimagining of Planet of the Apes, which is an atrocious film. Like really awful when you compare it to you know the Charlton Heston the dialogue, one. Like, it's dialogue, just really wank. Like dialogue that he put the time before time. If she's being serious and that isn't without irony in the script, then I will. I that's I agree. With I you mean, it's about. pretty much like every other Tim Burton film that's ever been made. Just time super campy. Like yeah, exactly. so melodramatic, awful. Like like, like Peter Anderson. Well, <laughs> has any of us ever met any gay people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
love that line. <laughs> um, love it. So, yeah, he, and he even acknowledges, he says that it was in a bit of a rush. Apparently, according to Internet Mo- Movie Database, the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes was not filmed in Lanzarote. So those cheeky little northern blokes that he met were clearly telling other oh. fibs. Okay, where was it filmed? Um, plenty of places that weren't Lanzarote. I haven't got the dock oh. over now, but loads of other places. Oh, that's good crap. He's the one who does crap as well. Think of that. How bad that was. I had it um, open and I thought it would be too boring just to list out countries. No, I didn't which want a whole list. Be. I just wanted rough. It just should be interesting to me. Morocco. Like, how did Let's call it Morocco. Yeah. Um, the racist. You just, <laughs> I know what you're saying. They're all the same. Hey, um, how sad are you when you hear about... A New Year's Eve party with Carl, Suzanne, Martin Freeman, and Amanda, and they're not—they're no longer together, despite the fact they—they they do act oh, together yeah, on Sherlock yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, are they still friends? Though, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Martin Freeman got so big that he probably had more attention. I don't know. Not not criticizing her. No, I'm not saying anything about her. I'm just saying like Martin Freeman. No, but you do a lot of these when you a lot of these relationships with a famous man will break up, break down. Don't yeah. you think? Because the man gets loads of offers. I'm not saying Martin Freeman would have done that sort of thing, but that's it's just ne- well, no. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened with him. But I think what, what annoys me is just um, that Steve wasn't invited. Upsets me a little. Oh bit. right, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's funny because they took. I don't know. It makes it funnier. But yeah, I, I totally get it. Why not just invite Steve? He might not have been able to come. To be, they don't. I think it. they're like social circles. To be honest, they were they were at different stages of their life, weren't they? Like Ricky's always been in a long term relationship. Stephen wanted to meet oh, women. Right. You're not going to go out of Ricky to meet. He's going to be a pretty shit wingman, isn't he? <laughs> going out yeah. to meet women. Hey, it's Ricky Gervais. Actually, that's one thing I'd say about Rick. what I was saying about Martin Freeman before, and I can understand why they split up. That's I'm impressed with Ricky because there's never been any hint of like yeah. that he did. Imagine Adultery. the offer. I'm not. I'm going to say he just will get so much, so many offers. You know, mm. like tacit or real direct. But he's obviously. I believe that he's never cheated, which is kind of. It shouldn't be impressive. It should just be like. That's the way it is, but yeah, sad. Sadly, it is. It is like that these days, isn't it? People are into all sorts, aren't they? They're into all sorts. Yeah, we know that. Single. <laughs> I thought we could play the animal game. Do you want to play that? Oh, okay. I was going to put try and put that on Twitter, but no, it'd be more fun if we could play it. So, should okay, I go, go first? Well, should we do it with animals, or should we? What about if we do it with something random? Different? I think we're going to have to do it with animals because I don't know. I've prepped for animals. So. Okay, the <laughs> bear in mind, Mars is prepped, and he this, whatever. I haven't is, prepped. I'm joking. I haven't. As it, how could you prep this? This animal. Look at a zoo catalog. Have a last letter that is going to be almost impossible to have an animal. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. Is it? Octopus. Is it a fox? Okay. Actually, let's start. Good. I'll start. Right. You got to be quite quick. Octopus. Squid. It's the same. Dog. Thing. Oh shit. <laughs> You're Giraffe. shit. Giraffe. Are <laughs> you? Yeah. Uh, egg? No. <laughs> Elephant. No, you can't. Uh, tamarind monkey. What? You're not allowed to have that. Mm. I bet you don't even know what a tamarind monkey is. Yeah, Why? Um, zeb... Oh, zeb... <laughs> I was zebra. Zebra? <laughs> what is why? What is an animal of why? Okay, I think we can say you won that, but don't you just... What is why? What could you yeah. choose? Ah, yeah. so is that oh, I want? What, what, is that with the money involved there, or hey, just a thumbs up, just and a general pat on the back? Well done, you know yeah. more about we'll the natural world. You, you get in touch with us well, we're something. going to meet in in detailed news. We're gonna have a little meet up, Gary and I. I'm gonna see meet you in the flesh uh, for Stuart Lee next week in Brighton. We'll be naked, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And my mum's coming, so that'd be fun. Yeah, you can buy me fun. a drink then. And I've remembered well, from the last time I saw you, it's actually your round. It was the, the last one. I know that, you, that you, I know you would remember that. But you, no, yeah. I'm, joking. I'm joking. I would anyway. Yeah, no. your mum's you will. Martin's mum bought me a drink once, and Mars got really annoyed because she's like, shouldn't be doing it. What? Shouldn't be buying him a drink. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, I was like. Say that. I'm not even going to get into that. That's a, <laughs> He's but, yeah. so our. So angry. These are the time. sort of. The sort of the sort of resentments you hold on to fun. in a long-term relationship, working relationship. Yeah. I love Steve's brilliant example of Steve's storytelling is talking about the gift buying 
for his parents. Yeah. Steve has is the best at telling anecdotes about his life. Carl has the most interesting ones because of his crazy childhood and things like that. But Steve is the best at telling them. Yeah. He's better than Ricky. Better than, yeah, he's, he's gift buying. The Gleam. The Gleam. Actually, that's one of my favourite quotes. Gleam. I can't do it right. <laughs> it is fun. I might melt, might melt that down. Might... Yeah, <laughs> I do love. Oh, they yeah. do sound like such like uh, little West Country characters, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to to meet them one day. Yeah, so I always I find it really weird when they're um. You know, I don't know. I I find it quite comforting. Like you were just talking about relationships, but men and women who have been together for ages, like particularly in marriages, I just think it's so. Strange. I never had that growing up. I used to go around my friends' houses after school and. Most of my parents, this is my friends had like split up, like parents split up and you go around people's oh, houses yeah. and their parents are still together and they just, the way they are, they're so yeah. suburban, so suburban and like quite sheltered people. That's, it sounds like an insight. Yeah. It's not, it's kind of just how you see them, no, 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 how no, they no. were. But it was, I found it so odd that they were together. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? I know. Because you were always the same with me, like, yeah. Where's, where's the women? That's what I thought. When I, when I was like, where's all the women? <laughs> Both of them. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. But they're probably split up now. We can just do a nice sort of thought. Good. They probably split up now. <laughs> we should play a little. Like game Martin game. and Amanda. Oh god, oh, sad, isn't it? It is yeah. sad. It Have you noticed like that Ricky deliberately reads out uh, Carl's text like an idiot? He goes, and there was a water. And they showed us science with the thing. And there was a Swede well, I woman. I think he's just not, he, that's, Ricky's not good at reading something from a cut. Like, there are, for example. I know someone like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we've got the talent, exactly. So there's a lot of similarities, right? But yeah, he's not that good at doing that. Like, he probably was. And you know what he's like with a phone. That's, if he was reading it off a piece of paper, it'd be different. But he hates reading off the phone. Remember what that time he said, and I believe him, because it's so weird if you didn't. The time he couldn't put in WC1. So yeah, he wrote yeah, yeah. out WC1. So he's he's not very technologically. I think we aware. sort of forget as well, like how far technology's come since then as well, because yeah, it was yeah. just text messages, wasn't it? There was no iPhone at all. Like, it hadn't come out. 2004. And that's another thing that, that dates it as well. When Carl says, oh, the Trade Centre thing, they just and he's just kind of casually putting it out there. Even now it would be a bit naughty. But back then, remember, it was only like two years mm. on. You know, so it's quite, it's much more fresh in the mind. But they mentioned the Trade Tower twin tower thing quite a few times, kind of in passing, like a light-hearted thing. But it's just, it's just kind of amazing to me that it was... Makes sense. When the Trade Centre, they, they filled it in. Move on. Yeah, I mean, you know. He does say something lovely where he goes, we've got an hour here. I sort of said, uh, just like little Carl nuggets of wisdom. You've got an hour here. So they could sort of, um, I could go to the funeral of someone who I loved in the grounds and don't spend an hour around it. Yeah, that is a classic line. Brilliant. And then Ricky Ricky again makes it better. Like that's a classic Carl Ricky compliment. Ricky going, oh yeah, I'm sorry, shut up and all that magma. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good phrase, that one. But he makes it better. That's the classic kind of, that's the perfect kind of one-two that they play. Mm, Yeah. It's a good episode. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad one. It's just, it's not up there with my favourites. And probably how I'd remembered it, grouped in with the last three of this series, I'd remembered it a bit more fondly than I found it when I listened back. Yeah, I found more things in it than I remember. But I did find what is always good, some favourite quotes, which we've got coming up. Oh, he's done. Okay. No, not even going to have a break. We can have a break. Let's have a break. That's the best bit. (laughs) How's this? It's better. It's much better. If you could keep maintaining that level. If anyone like Mars, because he sounds like he takes over the conversations because he's louder than me. I never knew that. So do you well, think I don't think that. No, I mean, podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's good doing a little link like that. Yeah, it was not bad. Oh, <laughs> Big words. Sweet, it's been his podcast. Do you ever listen to, by the way, um, this episode comes off the back of a best of? Do you ever listen to the best of? I haven't listened to that best. No, no, I don't because I'm so familiar with all of them. So I don't, no, I don't. If you do stick with them, because th- they do links and they're 
like between them. So there's things to enjoy in them, but you've, you've yeah. obviously heard everything before. Yeah, I've heard it before, but I just haven't for a while. Yeah. I would have heard their links. Uh, there's a couple of times where they do compilations quite close to one another and their links are quite similar as well. Like yeah. they, I think they talk about Bush and riding around on a people bike. I think they talk on, <laughs> on two compilation shows links. Yeah. The same story. So yeah, it's good. But what, what do they, what's the highlights that they put in? Oh, uh, I can't remember. I haven't watched it. Listen to it. Okay. Well, anyway, um, that's good. <laughs> uh, so favorite quotes. Go on, you start. Okay. Well, do you really want me to start? Cause you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> No, okay, could I start? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I just want to say, to reap the benefits in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 100. It's so applicable now because we are actually both in our 30s. Um, that is a point. Yeah, my one is uh, no crabs or anything. They wouldn't bother with Lanzarote, all right? That is such a brilliant, understated uh, clip. I love I love that. It's just, not, not, even the, not even in crabs throw sand at. Uh, no crabs. Yeah, don't bother with Lanzarote. Um, come on, Kathy. Dad, No. That is a brilliant bit of like ad lib and actually by Ricky. Um, Oscar Wilde was Chinese, apparently. Yeah, it was legal. It was legal then. Well, this is linked to my one. That's such a funny joke. Making the connection and just juxtaposing it. Keep the Chinese stuff. Take the gay out because they know that he knows that in the listeners' minds the two are linked anyway. So there's enough to do that. Well, this brings me to my one. Don't ever take this out of context, anyone. Have any of us ever met any gay people? Have any of us ever met any gay people? It's I... like one of the classic plenty. <laughs> Have you met more gay person. people or more Chinese people in your life, Gary? Me? Well, we live in I Brighton. So. Well, yeah, gay, I'd say. Yeah, just, I just think... from, from my when I was born, first thing I saw was <laughs> gay, gay woman. People. Gay woman. All the time, we didn't know. But no, um, I've met lots of people, uh, gay fellas. I take your contact like that. So, no, lots of gay people. Lots of yeah. I know a couple of Chinese people. People. Yeah. No, I think the, <laughs> you know, I think you can say Chinese like Britain. Oh, can you? Okay, fair enough. You, it's the same word as Chinese. you know that you know the people. I'm not sure hey, about that enough to you, say. So you know the people at your local Chinese takeaway don't count as uh, well, don't people know. you know. You'll get chicken with a little prawn cracker on it. Yeah, it's, it's Chinese night. Well, yeah, I know you're Chinese takeaway. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just Chinese, yeah. it's Chinese so night. Yeah. Oh, I do get three corn crackers if I get a lemon chicken as well as the chicken chow mein because it costs a bit more. They put in three corn crackers. The rice is right, mate. The rice is always right. You know what I did because I did the other day. I ordered Chinese to collect because it's at the end of my street, so I went to collect. And it, I'd ordered it from a completely different Chinese that was miles away that has a similar name. So they had my right. meal ready, and uh, but she offered to do me a meal. Right. I still had to pay for it again. So what? She story, she offered right? to what? Take you out on a date? No, a meal. Do me a meal. Because she knew I'd I'd because I, I was like, where's my thing? And I showed her the code, the order code, and she was like, this is a, that we're not magic walk. Oh. We're, we're prime magic walk. walk. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I mean, there is no such thing as a magic walk. I should have known. Walks aren't magic, you know. Anyway, whose whose turn is it? Ah. Uh, okay, my one. Uh, and they go and walking and shagging. And shagging. That is what they sounded like as well. Okay, I just love this. I love just the way he says it. So I'll try and say it right. And then the gay spirit, what's Gary trying to do with the ignoramus? It's just the way he says it so, so quickly. When Carl so earnestly crying, going, well, the gates, you know, Gareth. No, 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 the gates bit. What's Gareth got to do with the ignoramus? Lovely. Well, my next one is, uh, again, another Ricky-ism, a Gervaisism. Oh, I know what is... it's going to be. Literally. Oh, sorry. It, yeah, sorry. Oh, that, that, that is in there. But this one's um, 4 99 199 yeah that's good and then i've spoiled it but literally literally oh he does it he does it again so some some crap in a jiffy bag no but it's funnier <laughs> the first time because he's not expecting. Is. my one is yeah this is this is when he's talking about gift buying suzanne being in the airport getting him to buy him a game and he says um so that so that was good but i was like right hang on a minute and how much i spent and then it's just the quote i'm Very putting in is it's when Ricky goes, oh, for... Yeah. Because <laughs> he, know, 
<laughs> and I know how much I spent after. Oh, yeah. Because no, he is... knows, because he knows. I don't think he's really like that that much, Carl. He knows that that's funny. I can't imagine him being too. Like, he did, he though. Suzanne got him bit. another game. I think I know Suzanne's got a good job in sports media, but Carl would have been earning much more money at this point. I bet Carl did pay for a lot. Head of, of production. Yeah. Gleam! Gleam! I've got one more. I've got four, but I can blitz through them really quick. We'll do a couple and then I'll okay. do one. Well, nothing because it was all in Spanish. Uh, no, yeah, I love. Okay, I'm going to do my one then. Okay, go on. I don't want to miss this opportunity. All right, an otter. Damn, I wanted to say <laughs> that. Well, which I don't so wish our show was called that. Yeah, I know. It'd be so much better. All right, an otter. And some sort of bit. I love that bit, actually. it's I forget about that bit as it gets towards the end because they're talking about New Year's resolutions. And that that great, it's not a quote, but um, go, oh, well, give to charity, you know. And so I, I believed all of them apart from the give to charity. Well, you've always got to break one of your New Year's resolutions, which is just the yeah, classic. Yeah. Uh, and my last one is... 20 offers of marriage. Does that annoy you, Steve? Yeah, fantastic. Love it. Yeah. That's what are your favourite quotes? Email in spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, spinnerspodcast. And we've got yeah. lots and lots of your, uh, well, not that much, but <laughs> we've got enough of your correspondence to see oh, us yeah. through to the end of this show. So uh, are you excited about that? Um, well, I'm really excited. We've got enough and no more and no less <laughs> to fill a hole that we didn't need to fill anyway, but we can just fill it with stuff. Rubbish. We could just fill it up. Well, or, yeah, well, in this case, fill it up with cement. <laughs> if our show's the, oh, the metaphor, you know. Um... This is the um, vol volcano, our dormant volcano of the show, you know, where we're sort of, there's, no, there's nothing going to explode in. in no. Uh, in, talent there's nothing that you just fall inside well die, because there's but... no propulsion either there's there's no there's no chemistry there's no there's nothing. <laughs> there is such thing as the um you know the soul weighs an ounce thing it's just on one of my tabs don't know if you're interested but th apparently there is a famous hypothetical uh experiment um yeah I it. and Mc mcdougall have you heard about that McDougall, yeah. He was a physician yeah, yeah. and he hypothesized that souls have a physical weight uh, and attempted to measure the mass lost by a human when the soul departed the body. McDougall, I can't say that name, attempted to measure the mass change of six patients at the moment of death. One of the six subjects lost three quarters of an ounce, which is 21.3 grams. And this is an experiment, apparently. Yeah, and I think it was a load of bollocks, though. <laughs> that's probably what Carl's referring to is that but it's like he Carl's referring to that person's it was this wasn't recent yeah and all this stuff is stuff that he hears he just doesn't read on yeah it was like some people had said it weighs an ounce or they said 21 ounces but he just sort of in his simplification mind made it an ounce but yeah I've heard that but obviously we know I mean, come on. I mean, probably when someone dies at the moment of death, they're going to, a lot of the air will leave Shit them. Shit themselves. Kind of yeah, they're like, so, you know, sort of, there's less on the table. So. Not for the first time. <laughs> imagine imagine, not treating, imagine someone was ill and you said, right, sorry, just in, instead of treating you, we're going to put you on these scales just in case, and we're just going to leave you wet and dry. We're not going to treat you. Why am I, why am I on scales? Nan. Like, I told you, we explained. Scales Nan, you know, you're an, you know you're an organ donor. Well, do you want to take it one step yeah. further and hop on these scales? Yeah, yeah. don't just uh, sign your house over to me first. Hey, talking about um, weird theories and stuff. Do you remember our friend Louis Hessiantel? Yeah. And he Almost came up with the, the faulty tooth theory, which is apparently the meaning of life as dictated by, in Douglas Adams' book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the meaning of life is 42. And he came up with this theory, this is Louis, that there were many times where 42 was mentioned in the show. And here are some more. He said, uh, thanks for entertaining the theory. A little faulty tooth update. There were 42 midgets versus the lion. This was the anecdote in the podcast, if you remember. Their agent supposedly made 42 pounds lying about the signed BAFTA bag being for charity. That's in series one. And uh, he said, yeah, I'll stay alert for you on this front. Isn't that, that is so strange though, isn't it? There is something no. in it, surely. Uh, I'll tell you, this is well known. Like it's, it's, it's known as a, um, it's in the Teach Card Who's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, we know that from that, but it's it's psychological. There's a re reason 42 is the most likely figure you're going to pluck out of your head if you're just, you know, if you if I said guess a number between one and 100, most people will guess 42. Not most, more than like 50%, but that would be by far the highest. It would still be low. There's going be people guessing all sorts of numbers, but 42. 
more likely what to does... be just plucked out there than any other number. There's something about it. It's just very nicely. It's halfway, but not exactly halfway. It's not towards the end or the beginning. It's what wide up. What does he mean though when they says that the meaning of life is that the joke? Is that it's a number and not like yeah, a reason the, the, or something? Yeah, the meaning of life doesn't. You can't. Can you infer that from a just yeah. a number? Just, I've really showed my ignorance there, haven't I? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not no, understanding it too. I've shown my intelligence, so you know. Well, and that's no, why he still I, hasn't had a job for many Iceland. weeks. Well, just I just got to get paid, get paid for doing my stuff. Do you know? I did think of you the other day, though. Do you remember when they were doing the hey. figures for crime? And this, I'm not going to get into politics. This, this don't worry. Figures. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. And they said, um, and they said, oh, it's actually going down if you discount the what's they it didn't fraud. Didn't say if you discount fraud, but they didn't put fraud in, and then people noticed. That's what I mean. You know, then that's, I thought, that's like, yeah. Then I thought of you. I was like, oh, Gary's still no, working for it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I still do in a way because my my research. I can't. I'd never say the word research, but my research is in fraud, sort of roughly yeah. area. That's one of my favourite things yeah. in a way. That day, but I'll put this in my. I was going to say doctorate. Does that sound arrogant? It does. Cut that out. I put this in my in my, in my writing. And, that sounds more uh, pretentious. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> should have said that. No, 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 okay. I'll put this in my on a piece of paper. Memoirs. Yeah. No memoirs. As if. Yeah. You okay. that. Your mum? No, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't. Not interested. Luckily, okay. my mum's quite interested in you in a weird way. Yeah, my dad's um, really interested in you. Yeah, so quite it's right. Like a thing. They work together, don't they? Um, this this uh, correspondence is from Daryl Cisco. He is a new listener. So hello, Daryl. Hello, friends, Miles and Gary. I am very new to your show, but I already feel so compelled to write to you. I am a 35-year-old American living in Canada, and I've loved these shows for a good deal of my life. I discovered oh. the XFM shows way back in 2006 to 7 through a bit of a path. For the sake of making the long and riveting coming of age story short, it went like this. US Office, which I've only seen about four episodes and those have gotten chuckles at best. The Office proper, yeah. extras, meet Ricky Gervais, stand-up specials for which I had to buy a non-regional DVD player and buy DVDs off Amazon. Podcasts, XFM. Yeah. So he's done the full... <laughs> <laughs> the um, full discography really. of, uh, what order did you say what order you did that was the order that the, yeah that's the order okay interesting meet ricky gervais as well because i don't really that doesn't ever come up when we talk to listeners no i put it on what's your favorite ricky stand-up or show and then some people mentioned it, i think in the comments it was kind of like between after the office wasn't it but yeah. before any pod before the podcasting like he because yeah. he's not a good interviewer yeah not that's the joke though isn't it he's a good interviewee yeah i know but it's it probably it didn't work enough obviously to kind of actually there's very funny sketches in meet ricky gervais where he has steve's playing like his his sort of perverted agent and he gets yeah. ricky to do things Anyway, I'm digressing. Um, I've never met anyone who was interested in XFM outside of forums on Pilkopedia, which I was very bad at keeping up with. Do check out, incidentally, Daryl. Do do go over to Reddit because there's a, there's a great thread there. And that's pretty much all they talk about. Those times now seem like an age ago, but those shows were an everyday and night thing for me. I've oh. still been going back to them on and off over the years. And every time it's an amazing journey. Then one day to find your podcast was just shocking to me. Shocking to us, I'll tell you. Um, the yeah. fact that people were still listening to these beloved shows and felt as strongly as I did was so heartbreaking in a good way. Just so happy to hear others exploring these old radio shows with the same fascination I have is beyond amazing. Thank you for doing your podcast. It's so much fun and it's great to know that there's still a community for this wonderful piece of old media. All the best. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting. Especially, and he's the Canadian. That was the same Yes. Email. Canadian well, US. he's he's American, but he's living in Canada. American, if you were listening, it's all the same, really. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's interesting, very interesting. Thank you for going through your sort of journey and detailing it. And... Yeah, and hopefully, there's got to be other XFM listeners in Canada. Oi. Yeah, we've had one. We've had one who met his wife, who was Australian. She flew over from like Australia to Canada, which must be like the longest flight. I don't know if you go backwards like over the Pacific. But anyway, they basically, they're together now. He was a little Canadian fella. We were talking about this the other day. I don't know why. Someone said, right, if you fly from... I've got to get this right. If you fly from America to Australia, 
why do you have to go one way there is like, a reason to do with the but why but can't you go do you, for, is that for, does that make sense what i'm saying as yeah, in yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. go you wouldn't go i don't know the names of the oceans which probably why would do you help go west not east yeah that yeah so, that's well, it. you go east not east not west well it could be east or west because no one knows no, it's because... east it's always east. you go is east or right. back you go from australia you go west back they don't like to fly over the pacific because of radio controls and things and really so yeah but and bear in mind the other thing is it's far more distance than you imagine it's not just like they're they're quite close together yes, that, well, yeah obviously it's huge obviously to go the other way is huge as well but yeah so it's not that much less distance and it's a nightmare for like the trackers i think you know if your aircraft's going to come down well i think about it, it'd be better to crash or land on water wouldn't it yeah that's what i are told know. yeah email in <laughs> Spin this no, podcast at gmail.com. No, um, and, and have your emails read out by Miles there. Bloody he hell. Over he's... A lot of words. You don't hear about that. You don't hear the words he trips over. He cuts them all out, but he, <laughs> he trips a lot. And if I, I did it, I'd trip even more. Yeah. There was a couple of polls that we put out or a couple of uh, debate starters on our Twitter that we wanted to share with you as well. Gary asked, <laughs> What's the most ridiculous yet brilliant tourist attraction you've ever been to? And we've got a uh, response from the club that wouldn't die asfc mm. stockley suites at oswood whistle mills to see the world's biggest pear drop is still there i think also attended the world gravy wrestling championship <laughs> at a pub in yeah. stacksteads rossendale saving up to go to monkey world abort yeah, that's good. But what is the, world. i don't the biggest pear drop what, what pear what, drop like the sweet pear drop like, well why doesn't someone just make a bigger one it's quite easy to make that bigger i <laughs> mean like, why would you as you well? do it I'm trying to answer my own question. Well, I, I probably so why would you want? Working. I don't want anyone to make pear drops full stop. I certainly don't want the, the biggest pear drop. Well, so you don't like pear drops? You don't even want they other are, people to enjoy them. I don't, you think don't anyone... even want other people. No, no, I don't. I, I don't. I think there's. Do you know now, ladies and gentlemen, calls himself top... MP as well. What? <laughs> what are your top three sweets? Quick, top three sweets. Um, Gummy sweets. No, no, no. I can't. I can't be. The um, non-sugar-coated cola bottles, but not the fizzy ones. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I've got... Oh, that's such a terrible choice. Well, I'll show you. This is my favourite. You can see how much I've got through here. Oh, jelly beans. Oh, that's a one and a half kilogram tub that I've gone at the end. So that's your favourite sweet, a cola bottle? Well. Oh, my God. What else? What is that? Snakes. Snakes? you got jelly snakes? Snake. Well, you you you're weird because I never see it. Actually, remember that pub we went to, the Barley Mo. They did sweets pun bar. We we would have sweets there. Yeah. But then I just see you sometimes munching on sweets after you've been to visit your family for some reason. You just <laughs> seem to come back with sweets, and you're like, Well, I've got like a real, you know, you know when you go into grandma's house and they always give you like mint imperials and like um, Werther's yeah, <laughs> and like toffees and weird yeah. weird shit that you get there. Anyway. Don't know why we're talking about that. We're doing a show, that's why. <laughs> Gary, I'm bored of talking to you, mate. So I'm thinking we Thanks, should wrap mate. this up. Um, we're not going to pick a song. I'm not. I don't. Look, we I can don't... pick a. Look, if you want to pick a song, I we'll pick a song. I haven't got one. No, I haven't got one. I've been from Do you not? Is that okay? No. Why are I'm you just, picking just, the well, worst? Just... Do you know this just highlights the difference in us because I'm, as you know, a, a West End superstar now that I've joined the choir. So I actually know all about music and. <laughs> And you're um, still listening to the Rembrandts. Yeah, well, no, not that. Yeah, I don't check out their B sides. But wow, well, uh, Gary, <laughs> um, what was going to say? Um, how do... well, that, <laughs> I was going to. I was going to do it. A... <laughs> I was going to. Well, uh, you know, life didn't always have to be this way. Your life's a joke. You broke. Your love life's been away. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Hey, I can't well, remember. I want to put it in something like that. We're like friends, aren't we? We're like friends off that sitcom Friends. Yeah, we always have beer. I always say to Miles, get a beer. Have you got a beer in? He's like, no, we're not friends. Bad decision. <laughs> I'll tell you to have a glass of wine. Goodness me. Yeah. Mm. He's drunk, drinking wine out of a little beer glass. Well, it's all I had available him. <laughs> anyway, we will be having a beer and a glass of wine together next week, which I'm deeply excited for. May or may not be recorded. We don't know at the moment. We'll, we'll certainly record soon. <laughs> Well, the issue we've got is because obviously my mum's coming and we can't record for my mum. No, 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 I'm not saying it's an issue. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying we can't record for my mum's there because it would just be a bit awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, no, we might do it with her there. Well, unless she, unless she hops on the podcast. So I don't know, maybe we'll do a Patreon with my mum next week or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. How does that Patreon. sound? Yeah, tease them. Patreon. If you're not on Patreon, go to Patreon. Please. Yeah, Gary, how much should people, if they go over to Patreon, how much should they donate? Well, ask me every week. Sometimes I go really low. Sometimes I say like a penny. Sometimes <laughs> I say hundred quid. It's hard to. Keep I would never say a penny. Funny way. In a, in a in a real way, look, a five is nice. But oh. for no, a five I think is like that's a standard sort of amount you'd imagine paying for most services. <laughs> a good service. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever you Mm-mm. want. Exactly. I mean, we set a low bar quality wise, but we don't set a low bar <laughs> But no, well, we do have lots of fun guests in the in the pipeline. What sort of stuff in the pipeline? More of these, really. Well, yeah, more of these. In to Morris. walks for Mencap. In Morris, yeah. Um, no, we're going to interview someone. Yeah. But do, we're trying to do a few normal shows on the road. Uh, oh, this is coming up. We're going to do to kind of celebrate. Oh, we yeah. don't know either ending one series and getting to series four or the beginning of series four. We're going to do a lo- another live stream and then probably another one when we finish series four, another live stream because Mars loves them and <laughs> he loved it from right from word one. He was like, "Oh, we Australians, honestly, I couldn't, couldn't on the phone afterwards. He was like, when, when can we do another live stream? I really want to do one. No, we, we work for our <laughs> but we both like yeah. doing live streams now, and we're going to do a little live stream, but that won't be for a few weeks. Yeah, and we'll give yeah. you lots of ample time, and, and we'll make sure the announcements go out so you don't miss out, because last time we had upwards of 25 people listening. <laughs> it was it madness. Right. Yeah, it was <laughs> but, but for now, it has been great doing this show. This you have been listening to the Detroit Spinners Spinners Podcast, gmail.com Spinners Podcast on Twitter. Uh, I hope you haven't been too affected by the storm if you're based in the UK. And if you're not, do you know what? There's there's lots of wild weather about, and and Donal McIntyre knows better than others, doesn't he? Well, where is he during the storm? I haven't heard from him once. That's the thing. No, he's been keeping quiet, isn't he? Anyway, guys, stay safe, and we'll speak to you soon. (laughs) 